Is that coming out of my phone? It is. Yeah. yeah. So we so, got a little. I think my headphones just need to be on. Mm. And that'll change it. Okay. All right, there we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's still coming out of my phone, isn't it? Let me go get my let me go get my Bluetooth headphones. Alright. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, the discussion is Earth. Yep, the Earth and all of her glory. All of the, the weird weird and wild mysteries that have yet to be unsolved. Oh shit. Oh, Unfortunately. But as men and as women, we have a dilemma to where who is a higher sex and that what is creating the earth as we speak, the uh, economy issues and the, um... Yeah. And honestly, it, oh, it being <laughs> What? I thought you cut out for some reason because it's so quiet on your end. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, I was listening to you, man. We're having a conversation, but man, oh, I gotta—it's gonna take me a second to get these damn headphones because I left my keys. Now I gotta go back to the bathroom, but I'm still here and I'm still talking. Okay, I get you. So, okay, so we're going for hashtag science. Should we do flat Earth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, flat Earth is Next time, uh, planet a dilemma in itself. Okay, so I got us hashtag science, hashtag planet hustle, hashtag philosophy. Nice. Okay, so today we're talking about the fucking Earth. Where do we want to open this shit up on? Well, let's start with the names. If uh... We should start there or not. You know what? That's a good one because all the other planets <laughs> are named like Greek gods and shit. But uh-huh. Earth is just Earth. Like, what, is, what does it even mean? Well, that's a mighty fine question because he, I mean, Say again? Yeah. You're breaking the <laughs> um, mm, Let's see. Future differences of that topic. Planet on which we live. No. I'm going to readjust my earphones soon. It seems as though the title comes from. It's biblical. I'm looking for a definition that's more than just the Earth planet we fucking live on. So, the substance of the human body. Damn. Cover up the root and lower the system of the planet headed up Earth. Okay, so I guess it comes from Germanic to Old English. 
E O R T H E is apparently the Germanic origin. E R T H E. Orth. 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 The Dutch one was A R R D E. Erd. And the, the actual German German one is E R D. So I guess what those are the original. Hmm? What what dictionary is this? I'm I'm literally just looking at the front page of Google right now, bro. <laughs> well then there you go. <clears throat> okay, so the name Earth is derived from both uh English and German words E-O-R-T-H-E uh and E-R-T-H-A. I'm guessing that's the English one. And E-R-D-E, the German one, respectively. Uh, which mean ground, but the handle's creator is unknown. One interesting fact about the name Earth, the way we spell it, the regular one, got to look at it so many times, it's not even a word anymore, but uh, is uh, the planet wasn't, Earth is the only planet that wasn't named after a Greek or Roman god or goddess. Right. So, yeah. hmm. so it, it's, it's, from Germanic words that mean the ground on which we walk. Basically, you know, the planet or whatever. Right. And it mostly means, like, dirt. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so that's, that's I guess, I guess the, the, the base, uh, what do you call it? Mm. Uh, what Earth ultimately means, which is crazy. But... Right. So I'm about fucking life on Earth, man. Well, we're also so diverse that we come to complications about where we come from as a whole. True. There's there's way too much going on in our genetics for it to just not be anything, you know? Yeah, and we're already dealing with so much bullshit with politics and fucking taxes that we just want to run at each other with pitchforks instead of the right man, the people who are supporting the damn taxes and whatnot. What do you mean? Okay. Don't worry, I didn't drop you into a bathtub or anything. Those are those are regular sound effects on the show. It's very fucking cinematic. Are you on the toilet? Hey, don't don't worry about that. Just tell me what you meant by the, the thing with the taxes and stuff. So they want us to be uh, money slaves to where we keep the money flowing instead of just being comfortable where we're at. We have a tax dilemma. You know, I think they more or less, more than anything, I think we're going to see a weird shift pretty soon in which the government is going to continue making things legal in order to be able to more coherently pacify us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think yeah. like uh, corporations are actually gonna start, uh, I mean, not corporations, but I think the government's gonna start cracking down on corporations that don't allow people to do drugs or whatever on their off time because they're gonna you know, see that as, oh, here's this guy who doesn't pay any fucking taxes and he's getting in between me and my motherfucking weed money because they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna heavily tax weed. It's already pretty much heavily taxed, you know. 
And mm-hmm. a lot of those taxes do go towards, you know, uh, social justice initiatives to correct for the, you know, how it shouldn't have been legal in the first place, minority communities and things like that. But effectively, the corporations are getting in the way of the tax flow. They're, 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 they're making it so that all these things that the, the, the elites want to pacify us with, well, they're making them less profitable because you can't do them at most corporations, even here in Cali, as we all know, uh, you can't smoke weed and still, you know, drive a fucking forklift, for instance. Right. So right. the thing is, is the, the government wants me on that forklift because they get a hell of a lot of money out of me in taxes and they right. want me to, to, to spend as much money as I can on those sales taxes and they tax it especially heavily the marijuana. So the, the government needs to look at itself and really be like, look, we, we can't just live for free off of debt forever because the people who are supposed to be making us the money, the, um, you know, the, the fucking corporations, well, they're firing people left and right and they won't even let anybody do drugs. So those, those, they, the, the government more or less wants that those two income streams to be to be more unified, especially since they're always going out be beside themselves, absolutely, just to um just to give tax breaks to these corporations that clearly don't want the government to have any money whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, and um having not really taxed here. Here's the problem. In California we have it easy because we don't have taxes on marijuana. We don't have taxes going towards the roads and whatnot. But in Colorado, they have it to where the weed will be taxed and then the tax money is like $20 towards the road and whatnot. So when you're buying... But the thing about Cali is that they, they have their own new levy, their own state taxes. So them not really going as hard on the sales tax isn't isn't as admirable since they're still, you know, taking like fifteen fucking percent or more on their own state taxes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we can also have it here, but then I guess people would be more pissed off, I guess. See? Am I breaking up? <laughs> Uh, a little bit when I was going between rooms, I just couldn't hear you. Okay, the lag is kind of turning me off a little bit. Yeah, there is that. Uh, that and like I said, the, the headphones, especially for me, is a portion. But <coughs> oh, picking up everything. Okay, well that's that's good. <laughs> it's a start, I suppose. Yeah. Um, fucking in. All right. So I'm going to put this to bed once and for all. There's no such thing as a flat earth. If the laws of physics and science just won't allow it, this is for anyone who needs to hear it. I'm sorry, but the earth will never be flat. It simply cannot be. Yeah. And for scientists like Galileo, who who were the first to say that the earth was round, were quieted by the church because the church and the king believed that the earth was flat. So, and you know what? That that right there, especially since it has to do with the church, 
that mm. points to everything that is wrong with uh, theological, theologically ruled societies. Is that mm. since you have a government that's based on God, for any societal change or improvements to be made, you have to first get everyone of that religion that everybody in that country is forced to be uh, to admit that God was wrong and that we, the humans, need to do something better. That mm. is everything that's wrong with places like fucking Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia or whatever, where their mm. women are more or less products and slaves or, or barely even respected. I remember um, one of the guys that's like the main dude in charge over there, uh, Soleimani, I think. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his name is fucking Soleimani. Who knows? But anyway, uh, I think it was Mohammed bin Al-Samir or uh, Mohammed Soleimani. One of the one of the fucking two. Anyway, the guy who's in charge <laughs> over there, the one who killed Jamal Khashoggi and then said he did. Like, he's one of the crown princes over there and shit, but he, in his society, has enough power to put his mother on house arrest when he wants to go out and, you know, take over fucking Saudi Arabia or whatever. Wow. So... Yeah, so even in their societies, where whereas she's like the queen mother or whatever, he, the crowned prince, and not like, I don't think full king or whatever yet, can just be like, nah, nah, mom, you got to sit this one out. I'm going to go usurp dad or some shit. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but once you know, again, guy... for him to be wrong, God has to either now come out with New Testaments and say that he's wrong, or else he can never be wrong. And that's why everything around there is so backwards. That's why they just run around killing people because that's much easier than explaining how their God could be wrong. Correct. Yeah, it's just organized religion. They just want you to keep your head down in prayer while they take things from your pocket. It's... Oh, yeah, b believe that. It's like the, yeah. the higher up you get in these things, the less incentive there is for you to believe them yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn out my headphones now. Tell me if you can hear me. You say you're going to take off your earphones? Nope, can't hear you. No, I said I'm trying them out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because I just got the, the one headphone in. I have to make sure it's the one with the mic on it. And um, just, uh, just for the sake of the show, uh, there's a little mute button at the top next to where it says in live. So in case you're mm. like coughing or whatever, you can just use it. So. Alright. Um, yeah, because we're about to smoke. I get you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you grind up the stuff over there? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, did you want me to grind your stuff? Did you want me to grind yours? Oh, yeah. Well, there's some stuff on the tray right there. So, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> alright. Um, but do okay, you now that I got my headphones, I'm coming back to me. Go ahead. Do you know the saying, uh, give me liberty or give me death? Sure. Yeah. The man who said that uh, had a wife who had um, kind of like uh, Tourette's. She would be out blatant and outrageously loud in public. So... Uh -huh. What he decided to do was lock her in the cellar until her death. And no one really found her until, like, her body started decomposing. 
So liberty stands for different assets of, you know, people's uh, opinions and whatnot, beliefs. I don't know. I just, it feels better when I do this. Would you refer to the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, anyway. <laughs> but... Religion, religion has its assets to where it makes you a good person. But a good person, it technically is a good person. Because they look at you and decide if you're good or bad or not. And they judge you and therefore... Okay, so I can, I can see right there that I'm getting some value back with Like, whatever. Oh. But uh, I can see that whenever you're talking, my face, my face over there, like, uh, we're going to have to separate. Even I get you. But they organized it to where they deleted the shamanism out of the picture. The uh, old rituals, the old um, type things in the traditions would be passing down to the younger generation has been stopped because they're trying to blind us with what's in front of us right now, which is the phones, the and since people are going for the chip in the hand, they're accepting the Apple Watch, which I don't know. Here's the deal, is that people are always the car. I'm sorry, what happened? I'm going to go over the car. Okay. But, uh, yeah, okay, so people don't want to accept the chip, except for they totally fucking do, if it's from Elon Musk. Because mm. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's making a brain chip right fucking out. And people are like, oh, man, you tell me if I could... Look all these wires into my brain. I can listen to music without headphones. Mm -hmm. Like that's their whole fucking thing. And um, and so and so ultimately, they will go for the chip, but only if the right meme lord sells it to them. Do they want a chip from Bill Gates? No, no. Bill Gates is evil. He's devil. Do they want a chip from Elon Musk? Yeah, he likes to fucking fucking dog me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty that yeah. simple. People are looking at him like the savior now. True. Yeah. And here's the deal is that it's like you said before, is that if people really aren't going to go for a chip in the brain, then the, the Apple Watch is really, you know, just swap that out for Apple Watches and Alexas. <laughs> but here's the deal is that... Oh, I was saying that people know they're being tracked and watched and having their data sold for money. They use their cell phones. Everybody has a fucking cell phone without question. Like, even back when they were like, people were believing that 5G was causing the coronavirus, they still had their fucking cell phones. They were on the cell phone being like, man, these cell phones sure do kill people. I'm, I'm making this video so the world knows about the 5G. On my five yeah. G cell phone right now, like it's so dumb. Jeez. 
I don't know. I didn't hear about the coronavirus with the phones either. Really? Okay, so here's here's what it's all based off of. Here's the whole game right here. Is that uh, people were were uh, especially in the early data, they were looking at the maps to figure out where was and wasn't infected by coronavirus. And those maps happened to look like the same map for the area of coverage for the new 5G rollout. So people were like, oh, look at the overlap and how, um, you know, in the overlap in all this 5G coverage versus the overlap in the, the new emerging coronavirus cases. Clearly, they believed, which is wrong, <laughs> that, that the, the maps looking the same was a direct correlation to the fact that 5G is causing coronavirus. When in reality, those maps really more or less just showed the the condensation of people. They showed where the majority of people were at in city centers and shit, and that's where they were rolling out the 5G so they could have more customers. And so if you look at these maps, then, yeah, it, it looks like the same distribution almost equally across these maps between coronavirus and motherfucking Walmarts, and power stations, and motherfucking indoor plumbing. So if you look at the map for indoor plumbing, it's a dead ringer for fucking COVID, you know? But that's just where people are at. And so the map looks that way. And so that's why 5G was related to the uh, coronavirus, because people were looking at a map of the, the two of them, you know, coming together or whatever, and, and, and you know, they, it's, it's core, it's, it's, it's not correlation or causation, you know? It's, it's a fucking... I don't necessarily believe in coincidence, but the two of them basically rolled out by, you know, high population density. COVID via uh, 5, 5G, so it was all about the high population density and not about, you know, some kind of weird... Yeah. yeah. Because people yeah. like a conspiracy. They like to be able to say, ha-ha, I've figured out this entire thing, and whenever mm. the facts come out, they'll prove me right. And then they turn around and look for only the facts that will prove them right. That part. Well, yeah. nobody wants to be proven wrong. Not even by themselves. <laughs> Especially with the flat earth. People have died for that one, bro. Or if the earth was square, that would be the new one. Oh, shit, I didn't meet myself. <laughs> Sorry, gents, we're smoking. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean the square? Imagine if the new theory was that the world is square. Mm. Well. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot to meet it again. But, um... So here's what I can do about that. I'm going to put to it the same as garden variety physics that the, my favorite YouTube theory put together, okay? So ultimately, if the world was square, then it would create a, a, a continuous at least six, uh, no, eight, at least eight high points that would be like Mount Everest compared to closer towards the um well it would be more or less a sphere towards the center of the square planes would be mm. the only points 
that were capable of gathering water, which is very important because the gravity experience at the points of a square are not nearly uh, uh, as much as the, the, the inner plane of the square. <clears throat> so if our entire world was a square or a cube, we'd know because there would be certain places on the Earth where gravity was different and they couldn't collect water there. They would be either completely frozen up and have little to no atmosphere at the, mm. at the points of the... Um, <clears throat> like, you know, the, the, the way we see mountains, actually, yeah. We, we'd have six identifiable... No, not six. Why do, you, why do you think six for a cube? It's fucking eight. We, we, would, have, we would have eight total points that would identifiably be evenly spaced out and they'd all be Mount Everest or bigger to us. Interesting. Okay, so here's... That, that's just my disapproval of that. You, you want to hear something cool that I heard about uh, uh, the moon? Sure, go ahead. So back when our Earth was really hot and dense, it seems as though... A planetoid roughly the size of Mars crashed into us. Right. And so because right. of the 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 molten core hadn't molten crust most likely hadn't finished cooling completely. So our entire Earth was a big uh, 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 you know, had recently formed out of a big ball of gas and it was just a bunch of hot molten rocks and shit, you know, with barely any crust mm. to speak of. And so a a planetoid the size of Mars roughly the size of Mars, crashed into Earth, splooshing all of a bunch of lava out into relatively close distance, and it formed our big-ass moon. So most other places have moons that are uh, uh, like, like asteroids and shit that got caught in their orbit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they're not, not, they're not usually as big. Um, but our moon formed from the planet itself by colliding with another planet. And it's theorized that life on Earth probably only exists in the way that it does because of the moon and how it has effects on the oceans, which is where life came from. So our moon is actually really, really big compared to the the size of the planet. And that's what causes our tidal activity and what uh, most likely contributed most heavily to the moving of the water around Earth leading to uh, the growth of life. Interesting. Yeah. So, oh, a lot of people don't know that the, the Earth got crashed up into. It's crazy. Oh, I knew that. It was just not the, um, when it collided, uh, the lava spewing made the moon. I thought, like, they separated and then um, the moon stayed in orbit. But that is interesting that you say that because if they did collide, it would knock the Earth into somewhat of a coordination that is substantial for life, for being in the position that it's at. Not only that, but um, uh, uh, a long time imp- uh, 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 impact so long ago like that would mm. explain how our our Earth still has a rotating iron core and the right. tilt of the axis and all of that. So 
So that one impact explains the moon, the magnetism, the iron core, uh, our the, the tilt of the axis, even part of our fucking atmosphere is because of that. Not not because necessarily uh, like it, it's boosted up stuff into the atmosphere, but spinning mm-hmm. the Earth that okay. fucking hard to lose that big ass chunk that was the moon spun us hard enough to to keep the uh, the core going till this fucking day. Astronomical mm-hmm. collisions, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and so um, honestly, I've been looking into like the, the theory of life and looking on uh, um, at other planets for hmm. life and stuff. And do you know what one of the biggest factors was? What? Jupiter. Really? They're finding um, that yeah, they're finding that planets planets our size in other systems are are in systems with planets of extremely similar size. So, um, do you know the new model of the solar system? Um, to where... Okay, explain, sorry. Okay, so, you know the old model of the solar system where it's just like a bunch of rings and the sun's in the middle, right? Yeah, and then I told you that... um, we're actually moving and we're rotating yeah. yeah, around. So it's like the sun is a comet and we're being in the stardust. Yeah, perfectly. It looks more like a Christmas tree kind of, but yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so from the front end, we have the sun proje- protecting us from all these projectiles and such, you know? But on yeah. the back end and on yeah. the sides and stuff, most planets don't have very much protection. But because all the other planetoids are, are, are similar sizes, for whatever reason, like, just imagine from Venus to fucking Pluto, they're all Earth-sized for no, for no fucking reason. So the mm. majority of um, systems out there contain planets that are evenly spaced out like that. But we have big-ass Jupiter which acts like a gravity sink to our rear, so that we're only more or less approached by comets directly from the side. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we had a we had a listener in a second ago. I've seen I've seen some um some little hearts and shit pop up. Cool. Um, I thought Venus had either. more impact. Venus? What do you mean? Oh, Venus has a bunch of impacts? Like, um, I'm sorry, the theory is running amok in my mind, but um, this dog is, she's pretending that she doesn't know me. <laughs> Raccoon? Uh, the little one, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's Faye. The, the black one? Or Faye, yeah. Or the shepherd? No, the, the shepherd. Oh yeah, yeah, face stupid. Don't worry about her. All right. Um, we don't. It's close to us, just like. Um, what's the next planet over? So it's Venus, Mercury. <laughs> no, Mercury, Venus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, so you're talking about Venus getting tagged up. So Mars and Venus, they're very close to us, so that's why 
they're such an impact on um, other religions, such as Greeks and Romans and whatnot. Uh, and Mars being such, <clears throat> excuse me, close to us and uh, with the theory of our life being or was being able to uh, substand its atmosphere there, like the theory of where we came from and Mars and how we plan to go back there is just mind-boggling because you can't change the atmosphere of the human because then wouldn't that just dehumanize us? Um, you know what? Actually, yeah, we are what's known as extremophiles, so our genetics are more likely to adapt to our surroundings uh, uh, by means of altering our bodies. So I believe on Mars that people would be much um, longer and would not be ultimately capable of surviving in the Earth's atmosphere anymore. So if we were for generations and generations, let's say for like four or five generations out there yeah. on Mars, either we would need containment suits to keep our genetics from adjusting because a Mars is like uh, only like a third the size of the Earth, I believe. Right. So it's, it's not very big at all. So just imagine all of the atmospheric pressure that we would have been crushed, which would by comparison be crushing compared to nothing much happening on Mars and the lack of gravity. And mm -hmm. also another thing, uh, we are humans. We've been bathing in the Earth, Earth's magnetism forever. You know, For, like picking uh, that out, like who, who even knows, like if we go to Mars and there's no magnetism, you know, you take that out for long enough. What if our eyes just shut down or something? What if there's mm -hmm. like, you know, what if our fucking spinal column is just too long to, to work in a system that doesn't have as much magnetism? We exactly. don't really know where, like, because the brain is only, like, moving itself on enough juice to run a fucking light bulb, you know? Mm -hmm. It's literally just hallucinating with as much sauce as it can put together what everything else around it might be, you know? But right. if we, because the Earth has an atmosphere because of its magnetism, you know? And mm -hmm. so... Uh, we, we Well, I mean, it has because of the gravity as well, but if that was the case, then Mars would still have an atmosphere as well. But Mars doesn't have an iron core, so no atmosphere. And everything was just washed red with fucking radiation and rust. Yeah, they would have to send, like, quote-unquote lab rats, and they would have to actually um, study water. That's another thing, how water yeah. would evolve there, too because you can't keep transporting water to a planet that's just going to uh, evaporate quicker and or yeah. just uh, become unav unavailable to the human. But that's the thing is that what it, because Mars has shown that it has had rivers and things like that that would suggest that it had a more lush atmosphere at one time. Mm -hmm. But if if at that time where it did have the atmosphere, it also had a spinning iron core, then that would, mm -hmm. you know, explain that. But um, 
they I, I do believe that it was more of a, a, a cosmic like radiation type event or whatever that just blew the living shit out of Mars and, and not us for whatever reason. But that's the thing too, like there's no evidence among mankind that states that yeah, uh Mars used to be a blue planet and or there was some sort of you know, like the telescope was invented when Galileo was around. So even further back, it would be, I know, harder to observe the planet, but it would, you know, change, wouldn't it? Well, that's the thing is that Mars, even to the naked eye, because it's close mm-hmm. enough to bear heat, but um, it, it, for, for what I've always known, it appeared red, which is why mm-hmm. it was uh, titled Mars, the God of War. Exactly. Yeah, so... Um, but that being said, we have noticed the, the rivers and shit, the dry riverbeds mm-hmm. on Mars, you know, being carved out just like the, the Grand fucking Canyon, you know? So we have evidence that over some extensive period of time, there had been water and it still exists under the surface to some extent. I believe that, that forming a space colony right outside of Mars is what's more gonna, um, be profitable for us because the lack of an atmosphere on Mars, if I, if I remember correctly, the lack of an atmosphere on Mars makes it incredibly possible, impossible to reach escape velocity. So, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but the fact that there is an atmosphere for those explosions to put, push backwards again against as they you know, run out to the sky Either we'd have to create more powerful engines to launch from Mars, or the fact that it doesn't have an atmosphere would potentially even be uh, uh, capable for us to make. Like, and this is a great one, by the way, but uh, it's purely theoretical from for now. But just imagine if a, uh, a a gigantic space station, especially one that would be like made into a circle, you know, and so. <clears throat> Just imagine this gigantic circular space station, and in the middle is an immensely large reel, a big metal cable that's capable of going all the way down to either the surface or some really high point, and just dragging whatever it wants right back up. That is undeniably super possible, because uh, whatever would be grabbed by the giant cable would experience a bunch of inertia all at the same time just from being ripped off of the, 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 the surface of a still speeding planet, you know, through the fucking universe. And we'd be in orbit, ultimately. But in, unless we were in orbit at the exact rotation of Mars, then I believe that, you know, it would still, it would still cause some tension. However, we, if we could make a cable long enough to go from space down to the surface of Mars, we should be able to just yank stuff back up out of there because there isn't an atmosphere to burn it all up on the way. Mm-hmm. So that so would be probably the best way to get on and off. <laughs> so would gravity be like the moon on Mars, or would it be heavier? What do you mean? Oh, heavier than our moon? No, I mean, like, would our gravity be light step uh, as, like, on the moon? Like, we're floating... As we're stepping, or would it be 
heavy to where like we would have to kind of pick up our feet a little bit. Okay, so at one third of where we're at now, mm. uh, it's it's hard to tell because gravity is a um, it, it it works by the the inverse cube law or whatever. I think what is mm. the surface area. No, no, I think gravity, just like magnetism, works uh, at the inverse cube law. So the the closer to the center you get, the more um, extent gravity you would experience. But um, it being the size that it is, I'd say, once again, we'd be longer under less gravity. So mm-hmm. I think we'd be able to... to so you know how... Um, here, here's the way I think it would be. Like, you know how, like, pumas and shit are? I think that's how we would be. We'd be sleeker, and we would be able to jump in and out of trees and shit at will. Interesting. Like, like that kind of capacity. Not to where it's it's so crazy, like, oh, well, we, we, um, we, we jump up and we don't come back down for a little bit, like the moon, but Mm. to the point where our new forms, especially, or even actually our, um, our, our current human forms. I think we would be we we would be able to uh, you know jump in and out of stuff like that, but still experience some relatively quick rebound from the gravitational forces as well, uh, relative to compared to the moon, you know. Hmm. But still, obviously, slightly slower than the uh, the, the Earth's current gravitational rebound. I just think that the the exit velocity changes with the the lack of atmosphere. Right. Hmm. And also, does uh, Mars have much gravitational pull from the moon that it has? Or that's the thing that's is that moon. their moons are smaller. A, it's a smaller planet anyway. But yeah. um, B, the the majority of the gravitational pull from the moon is only enough to affect like tides and shit like that, like. Like the atmosphere and the the, the water beneath, mostly. Um, mm. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't consider Mars's moons as too much of a considerable factor because of the lack of um, oceans and things like that. Interesting. Take it in this bomb real quick. So are you saying that the water dissolved? Well, there wasn't any atmosphere that was capable of keeping it there. And so without any atmosphere to press back down against it, it would become Mm -hmm. irradiated by the fucking sun and literally just get blown away from the planet by fucking solar, uh, like, like, I want to say particular, just by fucking space wind. Put it that way: the space wind without any, because the the reaction between the, the 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 magnetism that extends beyond the Earth towards the outer atmosphere, the reaction mm. between that magnetism, the uh, the atmosphere that it's under effect of, and the radiation from the sun forms a kind of shield for our planet. All of these factors. Especially the fact that we have, you know, liquids like water and stuff and oxygen um, high up in our atmosphere. Mm. And the magnetism repels a lot of this radiation 
coming from the sun. Otherwise, we would have had our uh, atmosphere blown away, too. Or we would have had to be really dense. I mean, not really dense, but really big, like Saturn and Jupiter. And even in that case, their atmospheres aren't really cool <laughs> to be in. But uh, their atmospheres are uh, filled with a lot more liquid than ours are. It's a lot to take and in. So it's the reaction, huh? Yeah, and so it's the reaction of the the mag- the, the core of the Earth doing all the heavy pulling, bro. I'm telling you. But uh, the core the core of the Earth is. Um, the magnetism reacts in a way that it shields us from that radiation. And it forms the ozone layer, you know, with all the uh, the oxygen and stuff. You know how they're like, oh, we need the ozone layer or whatever. Oxygen, the whole yeah. ozone layer. Yeah. And so, uh, so the ozone layer more or less repels that radiation. It just, it's just really dense and reactive and hot. It gets really hot and it just moves, just bounces it right away, right? The ozone layer does that. Mm-hmm. But, Carbon instead, it'll like trap the uh, uh, the, the the heat down at the bottom and stuff, you know. Yeah. And so that's why. Yeah. Fucking, I'm oh, sorry. That's no, okay. It's now. a lot of lag. But uh, and so the having those because uh, I, I think I said this to you before, but you know, for our listeners and shit, the uh, the Earth's atmosphere scientifically is considered as a liquid that's how you have mm. to track the storms and everything that's how you you, you you more or less track it similarly to the to the ocean it's very obviously different but you know you, you have to track the, the the atmosphere as a liquid and not a gas otherwise it doesn't really make too much sense but <laughs> well i mean think about it man like if you have a bottle of air right how often mm. is that shit gonna form a fucking tornado Never. <laughs> Never gonna fucking do it. But if you have a bottle of water, all you have to do is spin the bitch around, and what does it look like? A fucking tornado. We kind of need salt, and uh, I forget what else you need. Uh, I remember as a kid where you spin it and it would turn to tornado, yeah. Well, I meant like just like if you spin it with your hand, just like move it around. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and so what I'm pointing out is that like the way water goes down a drain in a circle like that, you know, shit like that. Mm. Like, tornadoes and stuff isn't, like, a natural type of movement for a gas, but it but it definitely is for a liquid. Yeah, it's hot and cold air. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that's basically, like, I, I was looking at it, uh, this is fucking PBS FaceTime shit, but um, mm. literally, there are so many things protecting our Earth that some scientists have turned religious because they found all the evidence of us literally existing in the most coincidental type of fucking environment for us to be in. They were like, someone must have provided this. You know, even though I'm looking at it scientifically, I can see how these things formed or whatever. This must, mm. they think it's somebody's plan because otherwise, we wouldn't have Jupiter soaking up all the. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was trying to burp a little bit, but then I hiccuped at the same time. 
But uh, yeah, and so people were like, you know, why do we have both this giant movie and this great atmosphere and Pluto and Jupiter running defense for us? You know, and people they, they just don't believe that it's a coincidence. But we, we have so many things like coincidentally protecting us from the very core of this fucking Earth to the moon to the way our solar system is set up. It's almost like everything, everything is playing defense. For us to be right here. Hmm. But uh, that's why they get religious about it. But then there are other scientists who point out the fact, notably, that, and, it, and it's going to sound backwards, but for you to be an intelligent self, uh, um, what is it? Self realizing, self aware. For you to be an actual conscious, self-aware life form of any variety, you would in it it would obviously necessitate that you were already in whatever exclusionary place happened to be like that. So in other words, the theory is is ultimately stating it backwards. This place wasn't prepared for us to be here as if something or someone else knew we would come here, we are only here because this is the only place that can host life forms of this variety. The fact that all of these in, in, imagine, unimaginably large coincidences happen to be protecting us at all times is because that's the only place we could have fucking been to begin with. So... The, the the science is looking at it through uh, a religious idea, looks at it and says, hey, someone made all of this happen because they knew that they would put us here. But the, the, the cynical scientist, I guess you could say, is looking at it the other way and it's like, dude, we're only here because this is the fucking place to be. We couldn't have been mm -hmm. anywhere else long enough and safe enough to develop our consciousness. consciousnesses. We're here because mathematically speaking, we fucking had to be or else, you know, we'd be something else entirely. Interesting. So no matter what the, and, and this is a weird scientific philosophy, but it checks out that no matter what the life form is, it only can exist in the place that would host life of its variety Otherwise, it simply wouldn't exist the way life doesn't exist everywhere else. So for, for other um, scientists pointing out, oh, this planet doesn't have life, this planet doesn't have life, that must mean something about our planet. The, the, the scientists who believe the exact inverse is like, that does mean something about our planet, that, it's, it, that it is the most mathematic, mathematically available place for us to be. Like, the math checks out for both people, but they look at it completely in, in, in opposite um, directions, more or less. <laughs> yeah. And then we have history erased before the Egyptians because yeah. half of it was destroyed, so we really don't know what formed in that lifetime because our earth is older than we think and we really don't know when dawn of man was and if he was a primate 
And if well, we did take this I planet mean, from, you know, from other alienated forms, you know? Okay, so the the time just before and around the Egyptians is definitely one thing. And quick sidebar, I believe, and I'm not going to say 100%, but I believe that the Americans of the, 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 the uh, founders' time, right, they, they noticed the difference between the previous strength of Egypt and the, and their history books and shit like that versus the way they were going about dealing with Egypt in their own time at that point in time. Yeah. You know? but, um, yeah, so they adopted all the economic flows and whatnot that the Egyptians had, yeah. Actually, I, I'm, I'm uh, applying this to slavery more or less because the Egyptians don't have as much even... Because think about it. What the fuck happened in ancient Egypt is still a question for current day Egyptians, right? That's true. That's true. And so, whatever they got up to, they lost their history, and it made them less of the greatest global power that it's ever been. Because at the time of fucking Cleopatra was reigning, she was more or less in charge of the entire fucking planet. She she was mm. the queen of the entire world, and Egypt was fucking everything long before the rise of Rome. So, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, just... they see that and they're like, well, now we can uh, know how to take power from people. But, as, as far as the rise of man as a life form, we definitely know it was in Africa. We definitely know that our lineage comes from before the Ice Age and that after mm-hmm. that point is when we re-evolved. And to, to make this kind of thing uh, uh, happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we basically evolved with the climate. Uh, yeah. Um, the Ice Age, too. Like, there was history written there, and then it was uh, collapsed in water because that's all it was. It was just ice and really mammoths. <laughs> Which were still around during ancient Egyptian times. Ironically, they were around with yeah. the pyramids, were being made. which is crazy. Yeah, and then it turns out that there was an Egyptian tomb discovered in the Grand Canyon. Come to think of it, so holy shit! Uh, was it like a pyramid? I think it the the temple was built when Pangea was around because that would only make sense because why would Egyptian type style um, you know structure be all the way over here and it's like built in the Grand Canyon damn yeah so okay so here's the deal is that many people have Egyptian Egyptian wow many people have been <laughs> all over but many people have theorized that the ancient Egyptian culture was like that because they had contact with ancient or otherwise, you know, foreign alien species that were intelligent. Mm. Right. And so the, the only evidence of this is that uh, you can see evolving and or um, culturally advanced ancient cultures like Mayans and shit, they have fucking pyramids. Like, there are pyramids in Asia. There's pyramids at the bottom of the 
floor in fucking Bermuda. There's, the Peru, there's ancient the Egyptian shit in the fucking, yeah, there's pyramids in fucking Peru, you know? And so people were theorizing that the reason why ancient Egyptian culture was like that more than anywhere else, like they were just so fucking powerful and they could do shit nobody else understood is because, like, you know, they had they they were in contact with the ones for love, man. So yeah, I don't definitely. believe that we uh, uh, took this planet from a different species. I believe that if anything, like our genetic, like we were here before they showed up, and then they mm. continuously came back to to fuck with our genetics and and you know and uh, mess with us or whatever. Which is why we used to have so many different breeds of humans. And I tell people this yeah. all the time. The, the Lord of the Rings was meant to be a documentary more mm. than more than anything. The, the, the guy who wrote it found some crazy ancient book and some crazy, you know, well-known you know, library or whatever. And he, and, he, and he secretly, you know, transcribed it or whatever. And there were Neanderthal humans, like just like we see in Middle Earth. There were tall ass mm. elf people, mm. short ass hobbit people. The Earth yeah, guy, the... Yeah, basically, and then that we have the fucking orcs and shit, bro. And I'm and I'm pretty mm. sure that there were some nasty looking humans like that too, bro. But guess what? We fucked them. And there there are people who still have like Neanderthal blood, which yeah. I don't know what that means anymore, honestly. But some well, some at some point in time, someone was less evolved than their sexual partner. Yeah, and it goes back like that's why the apocryphal book of um enoch the son of moses was taken out of the bible was because it raised too many questions uh it brought up the nephilim and brought the different races that lived among the earth that was cast down from heaven and that's why god sent the flood to destroy all the giants to destroy all you know the hobbits the elves or whatnot so yeah it dates back to that time but they didn't want to raise too many questions so there is an apocryphal version of the Bible that you can read wherever uh, you can look it up. But uh, the evolving of humankind, it yes, it does transcribe back to alienism. And it skips a generation to where our intuition and our brains are more functional than the other man next to us because we are more evolved and blinded at the same time because society they're shoving tv in our faces they're shoving symbols in our faces but they're trying to let us know that they are in the study of the egyptians that were in the knowns of aliens and for pangea i think the pyramids had to be built even then or at least one was and then it kind of branched out towards different continents and then therefore when we broke up, that's why we have it like, you know, as tradition that pyramids are powerful as an image and as a structure. Well, they're powerful like geometrically as a structure. That too. I um, understood you, that too. Wanted a, like if you wanted to have a, like, let's say that there was some kind of space war and you needed something to hide under. Yeah, it would be that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah. What was then, that? Uh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, uh, George Lucas had us down too, to where 
he knew that in the future we would eventually evolve into economics with alien races and we would have to deal with that now because we're seeing alien structures appear on uh air force radars and whatnot so they're okay. thinking about coming because go ahead no i was actually gonna say you're right because um I think George Lucas wrote that shit, and this is 100% unproven conspiracy bullshit, but I think he wrote it based on that uh, the shit that was happening, you know, before in his lifetime with the um, uh, uh, Roswell shit, you know? Like, oh, yeah, he would, too, he would yeah. theorize that, you know, our society, from the jumping off point of theoretically having contacted aliens around then, would... Uh, uh, like, he claims it's a galaxy long, long ago and a galaxy far, far away, but just, just think about that. That, that, how he's got these people running around their entire fucking galaxy. I don't believe it's necessarily like a, a vision of the future or whatever, but it, it's like I, I believe that that he knew what he was doing and he based it a lot on the fucking um, our society, of course. You know, fucking exactly. uh, wizard samurais and space cowboys and smugglers and shit. But, um, <clears throat> but also, what we would be like. Interacting with these other types of uh, uh, creatures and shit, bro. But I, I think that, you know, he saw that alien activity. And honestly, there have been officials in Canada and certain parts of fucking Europe. I think Germany, uh, probably not Germany, but certain parts of fucking mm. Europe and certain officials over here that have said, yeah, we got some fucking alien shit. Like, we have contact with fucking aliens. They, they have, yeah, especially, the, I think it was some Canadian people that said it most recently. But yeah, they have confirmed contact. And, and fucking relations, apparently. Because, I mean, how do you just have contact for this long without, you know, fucking around talking to them? I bet they fucked me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but the, uh, the men in black do exist. They have their own government operations. They have people being blinded and uh, shockwaved in the mind to forget what they saw because there are more alien accidents happening because they want what we have, which is substantial life, substantial crop, uh, of course, um, meat, which is, you know, a thing they've been trying. That's why uh, Roswell, like, things sparked from that because there was so much activity at that time. And even going back further than <clears throat> that, uh, in Renaissance pictures, yeah. there's, like, UFOs painted in the background. They're just trying to give us hints. But they're trying to tell us also that God... If God did create alienism, then what are we to do with it? Is it bad or is it good? So they're trying to have humanity debate that right now, but they're too much evolved and graceful. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying that, that the race war is more or less the distraction from the question of God at this point. Exactly. Because, exactly. I mean, <laughs> exactly. but here's the deal is that if, because here's the deal is that the way ancient cultures talk about their gods like flying around on chariots that have fire wheels and shit. That's how we mm. fucking do things. By fucking lighting shit on fire like fucking spacecrafts and flying around like that, you know? A lot of this yeah. shit that they're talking about in ancient times sounds like modern technology that space travelers would have used. And so ultimately, the space travelers bringing in the question, did our ancestors think they were gods? Is that where we get it from? That's why they don't want us asking the God question. That's why they don't want us to know about aliens. Because that 
explains how people back in ancient Greece or whatever could thought they saw niggas running around throwing lightning. They thought their gods <laughs> lived up on that mountain. They could have yeah, just exactly. gone to the mountain. People have always said this, and it's so funny. They could just walk up the mountain and check. They made up all these stories or whatever. But guess what? Maybe they did see some crazy shit. And a lot of people say, oh, well, these things were hyperbolic, and they had to, you know, make the fairy tales as a way to warn people in a shorthand that was memorable, you know, mm-hmm. so you could uh, pass it down, more or less. Because they all they had back then was, like, word of mouth, and I, obviously the written word, but... Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get that entirely because that's what I think too. I think all the gods, uh, Amun-Ra, uh, Ra, all of them were alien casted down uh, from the heavens and it could be God-related, it could be um, genetics, but either way, we're intertwined with them and they want something to do with us. They either want to breed us and or they want to contain us and i think right now we're under rule by them as we speak because if you look at your phone like the touch screen and all that that's one evidence of alien technology that's a theory like that is hyper activity that's being passed down to us but they've been using since you know the alien crashings because it's on board it's what they're trying to discover and there's been stories to where uh, there's this guy that used to work in Area 51 and or underground bunker somewhere. Uh, there was an alien guy walking around like uh, he would talk to people. He would be slower uh, because his gravity wasn't used to ours just yet. But he was from light years away and uh, he was older. And he said that when he left, he was much younger. So uh there's different theories of how we can be evolved from them, but we need the proof. We need the blood. We need the, you know, samples and whatnot of their blood and ours, but our minds aren't capable of that knowledge yet. You know, uh, no offense to anybody listening or whatnot, but. Our... <laughs> Actually, I, I think it's the opposite at this point. I, I believe that there is the galactic, you know, who or whatever's, and that they do send these powerful envoys in, in regular, like, every fucking 1,500 years, it seems, you know, which, yeah. would, which would check out a lot, honestly. But um, it, it seems that they do send envoys either to develop this planet on its own. Like, just imagine that there was this, you know, bunch of space guys or whatever, and they they had space nigga rules, you know, the space government. They had space <laughs> rules. And they're like, okay, well, if we find a planet and there's already life there, even it, we, we have to either help them evolve to become intelligent so that it's not stealing. We have to find some way to work with this planet without directly stealing from it until we can initiate, you know, intelligent trade or whatever, you know? And so around the point of, like, ancient Egypt and shit, maybe they were like, okay, well, the plan with the resources, we can go talk to them now. Let's help them stack up a bunch of fucking bricks or whatever and, you know, make some cool fucking obelisks or whatever for them. And mm-hmm. then we'll take some of the water or whatever and go back on our merry way. Like, 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 I believe that if there was a good alien government or whatever, they probably would have been, you know, because once again, they have the power to 
span lifetimes. I mean, not uh, well, one probably have the power to span lifetimes. That's not confirmed, but whatever. Uh, and two, mm-hmm. they, they have the power to span such a massive distances that take lifetimes, you know, to do. So they're probably fucking planet hopping doing this, going these massive distances from our inhabitable planet to probably mm-hmm. 20 other inhabitable planets doing this exact same thing, not necessarily as a corporation or a business, but if there was other intelligent life that was out there, then that might be what they would do, similar to us, is form these corporations that make people make people. You know? Yeah. Make people. <laughs> <laughs> and so just imagine, you know, every 1,500 years, they, they come to a, do a supply run, they need some fucking lithium or whatever and some gold maybe, who, who the hell knows? And then they come back and they're like, hey, guys, are you intelligent enough yet? Okay, well, we'll work with your <laughs> genetics enough. We'll, we'll get some nice alpha males over here. You know, we'll we'll make a pyramid for you all to have shelter and gather under, and we'll come back and check on you. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a uh, hidden male actually. There's an alpha male, the beta male, but some people know the sigma male, which is the person who is in the middle. He leads his own path, but he listens to people. He interacts with each and every one of them. He doesn't judge. And he just takes action, and that's a person that. Okay, so I've got, I've got, I've got a little story for you. The whole alpha male thing is kind of bullshit. (laughs) It's ultimately bullshit. That was that was observed in, uh, I believe the the wolves were like either in captivity or whatever. Yeah, the wolves. But it was it was. Yeah, it comes from the wolves thing. And the guy who did the whole wolf thing turned around and studied wolves in the wild, in, like, real habitat. And they realized that those weren't, like, wolves being alpha or beta to one another. They were more or less trying to impose family structures in an odd way because they had been grouped together, you know. But, but when you go out into the wild and you look, you see mothers and fathers, you know, bossing their fucking kids around basically so it's ultimately just familial pack structures based on not the alpha or the beta or whatever it's like oh hey we got a message it's cool you want to play this fucking message man but uh the whole thing was kind of debunked so but i I, you know what actually i am going to say this before we get to our message i am going to say this though because um the, the alphas and males that, uh, uh, that people are acknowledging, the, the kind of thing that you're saying about people right now, those are mm-hmm. actually, like, psychological profiles. Like, those are, like, the, the sigma... The, that, that's more like the... Uh, uh, um, A the, label, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know how to put it, but they're, like, psychological profiles. They're not... They're not really, like, an alpha or beta thing. They're just, like, personality traits. But, all right, uh, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and put it in. Yes, sir. That stuff you were saying about the extraterrestrials or aliens and shit, that shit would be crazy, though. Like, <laughs> if every certain amount of years or whatever, they would come back. But me, uh, me personally, I think that they would enslave us, for real. Because if you can travel through stars and galaxies and you come across Earth and you actually stop here, you're stopping here for a reason. Um, maybe more to just explore. I mean, 
they're not human or they could be what if they were human and they're just like a distant cousin or something i don't know that shit is interesting see that's a that's a good theory because oh, yeah. what if uh, uh what if they you know took the the their human genetics and then shoved them into our fucking genomes and made us just like them and crafted us in their image more so to speak mm-hmm. but um or even if you think about it the opposite way, just imagine humans that left here with some other extraterrestrials or, you know, like they got picked up along the way and made their own human space race, you know, just from just from getting snatched up from ancient Egypt or something. Or maybe uh, we were the apes and they crossbreeded with us because we were evolving and they saw that it's a possibility, too. I like all theories. This is interesting. Oh yeah, I like that. But once again, so theoretically, if we let's like let's say in some pre-Egypt time, like let's say that it was like six thousand years ago, you know? Well, no, that's not pre-Egypt. Is it? Okay, uh, let's like say that the it's building like twenty thousand years ago. Well, let's say it's like twenty thousand fucking years ago. You know, just mm. impossibly long ass time ago. And humans are up and kicking by then, I'm pretty sure, in some sort of Lord of the Rings form, right? And so uh, and so the aliens come, and they're like, okay, well, we, we, we're here to check on you or whatever. Do some of you want to get up in here with us and go hang out or whatever <laughs> and be up in space and shit? They're aliens, bro. Aliens are so cool. Aliens yeah, are. are the coolest. They know how to socialize with anyone. <laughs> they're like, yeah. no. It's fucking, oh. we see you fighting the Nephilim or whatever. We'll help you out with that. You want to fucking party in my shit, bro? Like, aliens are so cool, bro. Aliens are the best. But just imagine that they took fucking, you know, Gandalf was like, fuck it, man. It's some cool wizardry. They took some fucking hobbits, and they, they hopped in the ship and left. And then, you know, they're traveling around. So it would be generations and generations of human-type people existing out in space. You know, because they would have to breed along the way, obviously. That shit's pretty fucking long. Especially if they're making some, some round trips, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because uh, we, as primates, we had thicker hair. We had, um, race wasn't even a thing. We all had long hair. We had dreads. We had that structure. And when aliens came, they saw that we were building structures and they wanted to evolve that. So they studied us and they gave us things like, uh, let's say, uh, drugs. I mean, we didn't know what drugs were, but they knew that it caught us to higher intelligence and they knew what Earth was because they've been around longer. They had civilizations longer than we know. And... Kind of yeah, think they're able to hop from one planet to the next, then they'd be able, they'd know how special our planet was and in, in its capacity to host any type of life, you know? Like, they'd be able to have already seen, been there, done with that with all the dead planets, which is why they would come to hang out with us in the first place. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you want to play a message? Or? Oh, yeah, let's get it. Another one from the baseline. But what if space is just so vast that 
even if they were a thousand years older or a million years older than us, they hit this great filter and they self-destructed, you know, or what if space is just so vast they'll never get to us because they never created that technology themselves. Like we already know that it's nearly impossible for us to reach the speed of light. Even going a percentage of the speed would probably kill us. We need something that's strong enough to handle that type of speed. Mm -hmm. But, hmm, we could get some type of metal or element on another planet that may be strong enough to build such spacecraft. I like that a lot. That reminds me of... uh... Reminds me of Stargate because it you're opening up a portal that was like what uh, the Egyptians built, quote unquote. But they were trying to go to another dimension, and yeah, uh, it's totally possible the whole dimension building thing. I think so, man. Honestly, I don't. I don't know if we would have found every single element. Like, I'm pretty sure we could have found every single element on the planet, but not mm. every single, you know, isotope thereof, you know? Like, there could still be some sort of, you know, sativa version hanging around out there, you know? But I don't right. think we did find every planet, uh, every element in the universe, you know what I'm saying? Like, we can well, say maybe that we, we theorize that sun is full hydrogen, but who knows? Well, maybe that's why Mars is so dried up and so useless. And that's another theory to where we came from Mars and we used it all up and then we came here because it has everything. But we're going backwards if we go back because there's nothing there. But having life here and being overpopulated, they're trying to... Actually, that's not true. Go ahead. I I believe that if we went to Mars easier than making it a habitable planet again we would we would mm-hmm. be able to literally just mine the living shit out of it over generations and generations and turn it into a spaceship oh yeah that's i true. believe that there's probably enough combustible metalloids and and fucking gas and all that shit there on mars that we can just turn it into like like the theoretical Dyson Sphere project where we uh, put a giant panel around the entirety of the sun and capture its energy. Do that, but Mars is a spaceship now. All right, we're going to play the next one Tuesday. But, um, yes, sir. I'm just, I'm doing a space series myself. We started uh, with just general space talk, and the next episode will be the sun. And then we're going to move to Mercury and Venus, the Earth, and so on. Very nice. Actually, we're just doing a... Oh, man, I thought it was a pause button. My bad. Uh, it's all right. No, nah, you, right. you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play him again. My bad. It was just a fact. I thought it was a pause button, not a stop button. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we actually do general talks about everything. Next week, it might be fucking video games or anything else, or maybe even be... Who the fuck knows? But uh, we're not doing a specific <laughs> space. Yeah, yeah, we just we just have random thoughts. Um, let me uh, let me play it back. I'm just I'm doing a space series myself. We started uh, with just general space talk, 
and the next episode will be the sun and then we're gonna move to mercury and venus the earth and so on um another thing huh i was just thinking like you know the milky way would take light a hundred thousand years to even travel across it and you know that fermi paradox shit we should be seeing by now a civilization in our own milky way we we would see like an alien satellite or an alien craft by now so it's like where are they or are we really the first ones in our milky yeah that's uh definitely true but, uh, i think that we need go ahead sorry Good. You know, I'm saying that if there was another space, uh, um, think about it like this: if there was another species within our own Milky Way that mm. did know about our planet, but some for whatever reason they are not present here, right? They don't want to inhabit our planet, but they know about it. I don't believe mm-hmm. we would see them in the Milky Way for for whatever reason they don't want to seem to inhabit our planet. Hmm. Let's see. I think we got a, uh, another one here. Well, basically, do you think that it is other life in our galaxy? Um, I mean, it has to be when you just think about it. Trillions of stars, no. you know, suns, you know, billions of planets around those star systems, other solar systems right here in one galaxy. One galaxy of trillions of galaxies. It has to be life. What is that, man? <laughs> but we only have one example, and that's the Earth. Maybe we need to think that maybe other life forms breathe carbon dioxide and stuff, oxygen. Maybe they drink methane instead yeah. of water. <laughs> I don't know, but we need to find you something. Can be right about that. You're very yeah, he could, he could definitely be right about that, but I will disagree when I say this. I don't think that it's within our own galaxy. It's mathematically implausible. It's not like our galaxy can't be that rare that we just got all the juice, man. We can't just have all the water here. And, and, And once again, one of the main things that results in us having life on this earth is that we're not constantly being wiped out by asteroids. That is also very rare. And I don't know if you were around for the when I said this the first time, Jay, but the iron core is what gives us our uh, 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 fucking atmosphere. The atmosphere helps the magnetism in our fucking uh, uh, from our poles and shit reflect the radiation of the sun. And that, uh, coupled with the fact that we're not constantly being bombarded by asteroids, is so mathematically irresponsibly small that within our own galaxy, no matter how many stars and planets, I think that mathematically... It's probably just us here. I mean, I could give you uh, uh, just every example that's wrong with Mars, for instance, especially yeah. even the fact that it's only like a third of our fucking size, you know? But I'll just imagine that 80% of the other planets are either just Mars or fucking Saturn. Well, not, uh, I'll say Neptune. Mars or Neptune exclusively out there. It's, it's a real yeah. Mars and Neptune kind of fucking galaxy, you know? But 
for us to be the only ones in this galaxy, super plausible. For us to be the only ones in this universe, fuck that. That is, that is wrong. <laughs> for us to be the yeah, only ones yeah. in this universe, that is, is mathematically ridiculous for us to think is that. But within our own galaxy, we are very, very rare. Yes. Yeah, and we were able to label each galaxy next to us, like the Andromeda and the next big one. They're trying to think of a name for it, but um, it's just all plaza and effect because we're moving just like we talked about earlier, like how an asteroid would or like a comet, where like how the sun is moving in the galaxy. And it's kind of hard to tell because you would have to move in the light years and you would have to send someone and or a droid there and back with information. And we wouldn't be in that lifetime comparatively. Uh, we would have like the next generation study what's uh, being brought into as data. Yep. That and honestly, I think that... Um... Whatever, whatever type of craft we use to travel from one galaxy to the next is most likely going to have to be circular. I believe that if we, because once you, once you spin that shit fast enough, it will simulate, simulate gravity along the entirety of it, you know? Like, mm. I don't want to say that we're going to exist on a giant fucking halo, but that would be really, really easy to do. Well, I mean, that would make a lot of sense because you would just be able to spin, because like, obviously, let's say the Halo was a big you know, machine or whatever. You would be able to spin mm-hmm. the SOB as much as you wanted and then simulate the gravity of the planet that you're from and then theoretically propel it forward into space. I see. All right, let's play the next question. Let's see what we got. Well, I mean, I, I, I beg to differ. There really could be other life in this galaxy if it takes light 100,000 years to cross it at that type of speed. We've only seen a fraction of our own galaxy. I think the next closest star takes like four years light speed, four years to get to that star system. It's just a crazy amount of space between us. So maybe that's why we're literally not seeing it like that. But, you know, Goldilocks zones and all of that. The reason we really don't get hit by asteroids is Jupiter. You know, you got to have the right setup. Jupiter is a huge planet. It really stops a lot of asteroids before they could reach the inner solar system. You know, you got to have a Jupiter. You got to have a magnetic field. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think they missed it when I said that earlier. But uh, yeah, we we definitely owe a lot of it to Jupiter. But like I said, there's there's a lot of just Mars and Neptune looking ass motherfuckers hanging out there. The rest of the well, not the rest of them, but the vast vast majority of star systems have planets that are really similar in size, which is why they're getting bombarded by asteroids constantly. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. But what do you guys think about um uh everyone trying to get to Mars and stuff? Um, you think that is it worth it? 
is it worth going there? Because yeah. in my At opinion, the very least, they got that iron core. You know, it's nothing there. It's nothing on the moon. Well, there could be, there could be, there could be. But mm. I don't, I mean, if you went to Mars, bro, you would get so fucking bored. You'd be like, damn, I'm trying to go back <laughs> on Earth. So, uh, yeah, do you think I mean, it's worth it to go to Mars and build a base? Or should we just build a yeah. base on the moon first and see how we do there well, before we go to Mars? I say yeah, we do both. We're going to want to mine resources. Yeah, because there's, uh, there's no question thing. that we're going to Mars. People want to fight over it now. We're gonna mine it. That's all the rock structure and all the uh, material there. Just we're think gonna about use how much it. Money we can get. Yeah, exactly. We're, yeah. we're, we're gonna, need to, we're gonna want months. to make massive space stations after this, and we're gonna need a massive amount of. Um, I don't know if you were here for it. I just said it a second ago. But I personally think that, yes, we should go to Mars and turn the entire thing into its own space station and figure out a way to move the whole bitch. Uh, you wanna, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on it, Kwai? Yes, sir. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, the next I one? Think, wait, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was go saying, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, the material and... It would pretty much be like a big mall, big space station, and we would just, yeah, like you said, we would be bored, but we would also have to be very rich because we would have to be transported to and from Mars. So it kind of like differs with each person and if you're special or not. So the two million people that they pick, let's just hope that you're one of them. All right. Next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you send a message, I can't hear anything that's going on. So I wish they would start to fix that. Cause when I'm, you know, messaging, I don't hear what's going on. Yeah, he was right. I, I had the same thing with this uh, people I was talking to earlier from uh, New Rockstars. They actually played my message. I felt special, but they get a lot of messages. <laughs> they had like like a bunch of people on there. It was like a few hundred people on there besides me. And I just played my message. I was happy. But uh, he's right. You can't hear the conversation when you are playing the message. So that is true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was he was definitely right about Jupiter, though. That's, that's why he didn't hear me say Jupiter, I think. But, um... Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we have to find a star system that not necessarily has its own Jupiter, but more or less one that's, like, not, uh, 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 what do you call it? Where the planets aren't all evened out, basically. Right. And then we also have to figure out how a substantial car engine would operate on Mars and trains and whatnot. Um, the gravity pull of it, it would be a hard structure. No, that's the easy part. I mean, we got because we're, we're going to be using electrical equipment on Mars. Everything do you think do you think the fucking Mars rover has to fucking gas up, bro? No. It's not, it's not a fucking diesel. <laughs> They're all electric, right? So right, we already have them. the majority of that down, especially since fucking who, who's the main one uh, uh, um, doing this stuff is Elon Musk or whatever, right? So right. Uh, he's, he's not going to be like, oh, we're, we're at Mars. Now we have to use gasoline. No, he's going he's <laughs> to you know, have the electrical engine thing Locked and loaded, ready to fucking go. 
by the time anybody needs to move anything on Mars. And we can use maglev trains because they have like a third of the gravity. Interesting. I just think it would yeah, be different so, territory to... Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to tell you to go ahead. We have another question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I want... Hold on, let me let me reload. Okay, I got a little bit left. All right, let me reload that. We need to, like, change our rocket fuel uh, more like if we could just, like run off of some type of hydrogen I think it's the most abundant element even in the universe hydrogen even water is abundant in the universe but it's just in what form um if we could just man increase our speed to even 10% the speed of life light 20% the speed of light we could reach the nearest what star system in 20 years 25 years max but we can't even do that right now you know we want to send these little nano cameras with this laser beam shoot it off with a laser beam but um yeah mars though what is this guy's deal with mars (laughs) i mean i was i was actually feeling him because he's right, we do need, you know, accelerate. Okay, and here's the deal about the rockets is that they're using, like, clay-type shit. They're doing, like, a, like a, I don't want to say it's, like, thermite, but, you know, plastic explosive rocket fuel-type goop or whatever. Why is, it, is this dude a Mars hater, bro? I'm, I'm calling it. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. What are, what are your thoughts on the rocket um, fuel cloud? Before the next question? Uh, it would be very hard to do because... Um... It, we're transitioning into uh, electrical, and then with hydrogen, it would have to be mixed with the fossil fuel, nor or less, or maybe a new type of formula that would be just like an atomic bomb, but easy base to where it wouldn't destruct like half of the population. But well, no, he was right very, about the hydrogen thing. But most stars are fueled by it, so it's it's pretty big. Uh, hydrogen could be a pretty big deal for space fuel. If you're thinking about refueling on the go, you might pass by some fucking hydrogen. So he's not wrong okay. there. Hmm. All right, I'm taking the okay. next Yep. I only say this about Mars. Why are we going to expend life? You know, we can only go there once every two years because of the way the planets line up. Why don't we just That's build quick, that moon base first? You know, build that moon base first. See how that goes for about two, three years. And then go to Mars. We only get a president every four years. We don't have to send people there to get stranded and can't come back. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, we're definitely. When you think about the radiation and all that other stuff, our bodies are just not made for that, man. Those people are going to be messed up. We That's another say, thing, look, too. Solar panels would work so much better on Mars. I'm just going to say that. If we can keep them clean, obviously, with all the dust and shit, solar panels would work so good on Mars. Not only that, but the entire surface is full of fucking rice. Yeah. We can make thermite and shit for heat. Like, Mars is so... Why is he a Mars hater, bro? 
Mars, he's talking about we can only get there every two years. Do you promise? Can we please? Because I'm just like, we only get a new president every four years, and we get Mars every two years. This is a fucking deal. <laughs> just, just think about that. Yeah. If we have constant trade from, we're, we're, it's going to be Mars Day once every two fucking years when we get the new Mars shit from the Mars guys that we sent over there. It's going to be great. What do you mean? Only every two years. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, Go ahead, bro. We also we also have to ask why we also don't have a moon base as we currently speak because we visited the moon numerous times now and we have the material, but really there is no reason for us to be there unless there is something that they're hiding up there on the dark side of the moon. Um, it could be various theories. It could be aliens already being there. It could be uh, just that they're bored. It just uh, cover-ups. It could be different things because the filming of the moon landing was also uh, fictional as well. Uh, Stanley Kubrick made that into his own plaything, and uh, Do you, are you hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but are you telling me that you don't believe the moon landing was real? I mean, from speculation, I mean, it it just has to be revisited again with the new cameras and whatnot. It has to be, it's it's just questionable. So That's are you saying yes and, it's a yes or no, man? It's a yes or no, bro. Or. <laughs> you, you don't believe the moon landing was real? I'm debatable. I'm debatable right now. Let's answer this question. Let's see what this guy has to say. You're that terrible, bro. My thing is, listen, you got your window of opportunity once every two years. It takes nine months to get there. We don't even, you know, we got to make, uh, you, you got to have the right psychological mindset to be in a capsule with however many people for nine months. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody fucks up and miss that trajectory, then what? But let's say everything goes well. Okay. Like Two-year window, nine months to get there. By the time you even reach there, you might be messed up by radiation. But let's just outcount. Let's just cast out the radiation. It just doesn't make any... But listen, it just doesn't make any sense to go there. We need to build better robots. Okay, that can actually <laughs> dig around. Okay? Not these little things with this little... Pooper scoopers on it. We need some real shit out there. Mine it ourselves. (laughs) Why is you? Why are you such a Mars hater, bro? This is my question to you. I'm not gonna play your next one unless you play a new one right now. (laughs) That lets me know why you such a Mars hater, bro. Just tell me why you hate Mars. What did Mars do to you? Mars stole this dude's bitch, bro. I'm telling you, Mars stole this dude's girl. Why are you such a Mars hater, bro? Post another one right now and let me know why you such a Mars hater, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Mars can do nothing to please this dude. He even has we even have water on Mars, bro. There's no point of going to Mars though. There really isn't, if you really think about it. It's just for overpopulation reasons. No, no, bro. Overpopulation is a fucking myth. Okay, look, we got the second. I'm playing the second one. Okay, last thing about the Mars thing I heard. We're going to go there and mine it ourselves. Bro, nine months of space travel, you're going to be so weak by the time you get there. 
You're gonna lose so much bone mass by the time you get there. <coughs> Us digging around may be a little bit better than a than a um than a robot, but bro, your body is gonna be messed up. I'm telling you, you might even die. You might really die before you get there. Here's what here's the deal, bro. Shit happens. That's what happens when you're a fucking pioneer. Dude, like I'm, I'm pretty sure there have been astronauts who died either getting up to space or coming down from space, and all they're it's doing is fucking watering plants and fucking with their gophers. It's not about overpopulation, bro. It's about the it money. Is. It always is, bro. That's here's it. the deal: That's is that it. if we want, if we want to get to a different galaxy, if we want to be a space-faring race. We we're going to need our own mothership, and we have to mine the fuck out of Mars. Either that, or what are we going to do? Destroy our own iron core to get enough fucking iron or fucking metal, period, to, to get the entire human space race going. It's the human race, space race, part two. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's okay, now I'm going to play the first <laughs> Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the first <laughs> And also, um, electrical energy and all of that, um, electrical energy and wind energy is not really the way to go. The true way to go is solar energy, okay? If we could truly harness the power of our star, you know, we have, like, infinite, abundant energy with that star. Exactly. But we're not harnessing it efficiently you know what i'm saying our solar panels mm -hmm. are not that efficient once we can get that down packed oh my goodness you know what i'm saying we could we wouldn't even really need the dyson sphere for real we could just like you know really harness the energy right. and use it like that and yes i'm on the porch i got proper birds chirping out this bitch he's totally right totally right but here's the deal, though. We, we wouldn't necessarily need the Dyson Sphere or whatever, but once again, our atmosphere is what's shielding us from the sun's radiation. We're getting, uh, uh, we're, we're getting a filtered version of the sun to begin with. So right. we need to get outside of our atmosphere, go and capture the sun that way, really, more than anything. And he's right, too, about having... Uh, the effect of Mars on us, the sun, and its radiation. So, for us, are you telling me you're a Mars hater, bro? Of course, we're not gonna live on the surface of Mars. No, we're gonna live in some sort of society. What I'm saying is, we're gonna be in domes, yes, but it wouldn't be as you know glorious as being here. So, why go there? It's just for mining purposes, is it not? It's for yeah. It's it's so that we can be the new space people. It takes generations to accomplish this shit, bro. I would fucking so go those... there just to run around and fucking dig rocks, bro. I I would do that shit myself personally, bro. I don't give a shit. So I think it's those fucking Mars or those two million people. I think those should be workers, and they should be accommodated and living live lifestyles out there, and they're willing to go out there. Not people who are just for overpopulation's sake. You know what you're actually going to see, bro? Because here's the deal. You know what mm. you're actually going to see? 
you're going to see plutocrats who are wealthy enough to inhabit the upper echelons of Mars going out there. That's what you're going to see. You're like, oh, what are people going to mind do a rock? Yeah, they're going to do that. But what's going to happen? You're going to have fucking plutocrats chilling around, drinking martinis on the fucking spaceship and out in orbit. You're going to have an entirely new society. And people are going to want to fucking uh, do all kinds of crazy shit over there in Mars, bro. Just literally, just because you can go out there and probably get metal back that's more expensive on Earth or whatever, or even if you could just mine the metal out of Mars to make big-ass spacecraft in orbit, that's good enough. That's enough reason to make money, basically. That's... Yeah, you're right. You over here joining the Mars Hater Club. I just see no point in it. Like, I mean... You would really have to convince me. Here's the deal: is that if we here's here's my most convincing argument is that if we can go literally destroy the living shit out of Mars, not as in the the, the slow crappy ass you know uh, pollution way we're doing it to Earth, not like that. But if we go literally mine the damn thing hollow, we can become a spacefaring planet and nation. Honestly. That is worth more money than anything else here on Earth. That's my that's my final argument about Mars. All right, let's get to this next one then. The if you really want to mine something, you should just go mine the moon. Because the moon theoretically what came out of a collision between another planet and the Earth or something like that. So it might actually be more Earth-like rocks deep in the moon, like maybe some gold up in there. Or, or, why don't we just go mine Mercury or something? Nobody even talks about Mercury. Too damn hot. Okay, get in that middle section (laughs) where the light and the dark separates. Go there. Okay, I would say go to Venus since it was, it is our sister planet. It's the twin, it's the evil twin of Earth, but it's too much pressure. It will be crushed. So, you look at Mars again. Mars is, Mars is cold, bro. It's hella radiation. Go to the moon. Well... It's he threw Mercury and Venus out there, but he doesn't like Mars. We can literally walk around the entire surface of Mars. And he's like, well, Venus, there's this little butt crack right here that you might not die at. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you're like, you don't want to live on Mars, bro, because it would suck to be in a tube society. But it's like, you want to live in a butt crack of, of death <laughs> from heat and cold? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would actually go to one of the moons of Jupiter that is substantial life, yeah. as they say. That, that we could probably do. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Mars. Let me get this straight, bro. You hate Mars, but you want to live on Venus's butt crack. I don't get it, man. <laughs> the Mars is society, bro. I don't get it, bro. Just let man. us have it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop being a fucking Mars hater and just let us have this. 
if we do some. <laughs> All men belong on Mars. <laughs> It's just Mercury question. out there. Like, that's cool. Like, Mercury's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what's... <laughs> All right, let's do it, bro. <laughs> the moons of Jupiter are too damn far, bro. Too far. Take years. Take years to get there. Okay, it took like 10 years to get to Pluto. I think it took like 7 years to get to Jupiter. Not not very plausible. Yeah, well, it took like what fucking eight months to get to the fucking Americas, but niggas did it. <laughs> like that's ever been a problem. Like that's like good. like oh, we can't get to the moon. There's not enough time in fucking forever. Of course, we can get to the moons of Jupiter, man. What what? what, what like, here's the deal, is that if it's your job that somebody's paying you to get there, you got all the fucking time you need. Well, you gotta be somewhere? <laughs> People in... <laughs> this guy. I mean, what? What? Maybe he has to go back to the strip club or something. They, they don't have those on Jupiter or whatever he's got. Maybe he's gotta be home before dinner time. I don't know. But, of course, it takes a while to do these things. It takes two years to get to Mars. People are gonna do that. Where they be like, oh, two years, I'm, I'm gonna miss Christmas. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> what is, like, if you're an astronaut and it's a job to go to Jupiter, what else do you have? What else do you have to do? That's your you're life's right. work, and you you go do it. <laughs> what is what is your thoughts, bro? Yeah, you do have to be ready for that type of trip. You have to be ready for that type of lifestyle in space. I mean, you're agreeing to let your body do its thing on another atmospheric plane. You're just distancing yourself from reality on Earth. So uh, it differs from each human being to go to Mars. So um, looks like we have another one in our inquiry. All right, uh, another another comment from Mars Hater Prime. Think about it. Think about it. Do you think that you could put enough food in a space uh, ship that lasts seven years? You know what I'm saying? They try to make they try to make the spaceship as light as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like even with the the International Space Station, they gotta ship the trash out. You know what I'm saying? So, seven years of, of like, bro, we you would be needing to grow shit on that goddamn spaceship. That's what I'm talking about. Thank it all the way through. Thank it all the way through. Yeah, and then you would have to also... You would have to also think about the trash that you would discourage away from Mars... Uh, from all the population and then uh, toiletries, you would have to deal with that. So uh, right now, as we speak, they would have to be building all the plumbing, all the structures as we speak. Okay, so here's my question to you. Why do you think that they would not? What reason is there to believe that we wouldn't just like 
for instance, make a big, big ass space station and then store all the food there and then be like, okay, well, here's the ship. We're going to smack them together and then launch them right there from the big, big ass space station. And boom, there we go. We're off to fucking Mars. Why do you think that they wouldn't do that? No, you're right. Like, they especially wouldn't. If it was, and, and if it was for seven years, they already practice growing plants in the space station and shit, bro. They, they, they know how to do enough to keep people alive. Like, and here's the deal is that if we, uh, and here's an important part um, that he may have missed when he, he, he was talking about how weak you're going to be from the trip. Uh, mm. That might not necessarily be the case if you're more or less accelerating the entire time. If inertia is giving you gravitation, if, 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 if inertia affects you with enough G-forces during mm. those trips, especially if it's seven fucking years, then yeah, you can turn the space station one way and accelerate super, super fucking hard and then basically flip it the other way and start uh, uh, decelerating super hard until you get there. That way, you have some uh, uh, simulated gravity, more or less. Because, once again, the universe itself can't tell the difference between gravity and acceleration because they both produce G-forces the exact same way. So your body is going to ultimately be able to inhabit the spaceship if you can accelerate with enough G-forces to uh, uh, provide for your body. So Mm -hmm. basically, the whole trip itself is so plausible when you think about what your body needs to survive those conditions. And I'm pretty sure he didn't hear me say that just now because he was recording a message. <laughs> oh, so once again, the G-forces keep you alive when you're in space for extended periods of time, such as seven to ten years, making the trip to Jupiter possible. You can make a giant space station with which to hoard your supplies, launch it with your experimental fuel or whatever, accelerate the majority of the way there, then turn around and decelerate into orbit and you will experience enough G-forces to simulate gravity. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't hear that just now. <laughs> okay, we're going to the next question. Anything else, Kyla, before we get to the question? Uh, no, I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they can practice all the growing in the space station they want. But plants don't really do well growing in, in zero gravity. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Things are adapted to Earth. And the space blah, the space station gets like monthly supplies. You know what I'm saying? If you're five years out and your fucking engine goes out, you're fucked. If you're... Fu- I mean... Anything that could go wrong will go wrong. You know, they almost got stuck on the moon the first time they went up there. You know, and that's just three days out. I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just like a, a fucking careful person. I don't gamble and shit like that. You know what? You must be a gambler, aren't you? <laughs> you sound like somebody took your money. <laughs> on a real nasty hand of poker, my boy. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm reading between the lines, maybe a little bit. Somebody got yo chips in their pocket, my man. I'm sorry to hear it. It, okay. it do happen, but um, here's the deal: is that we wouldn't. It wouldn't be a gamble, okay? We're gonna do to Jupiter. If we feel like going to Jupiter, we're gonna do to Jupiter what we did to Mars. 
we're going to send the fucking robots. We're going to figure it out little by little. The scientific method still applies because these are scientists who are doing it. They're not, they're not just fucking around. They're not just slapping monkeys into rockets anymore. They're really <laughs> trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the scientists are using the scientific method. I assure you. You're right. You're right. You stop hating on uh, Mars. That's all I got to say, bro. They just have this shit, bro. <laughs> I mean... We can do whatever. I mean, there's so much possibility out there, and I think we need to fix Earth first because how are we going to send people off to Mars and fuck up another planet when we're still fucking up this one? Because here's the deal. Uh, That's going to be the point of Mars. We would literally be able to, and and this is so dumb to say, but it's so predictable we would literally be able to form new businesses by hauling trash plastics off of Earth and having them degrade much, much faster in the sun on Mars. It's such a dumb, dumb idea. Mm-hmm. But from a business guy standpoint, it's such a trash bro thing to do. There's no reason why it wouldn't happen. <laughs> uh, people already want to throw them in volcanoes, bro. Like people are trying to throw them in fucking volcanoes already. I think I think our listener can't hear me because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the um uh, uh little phone. headphones in the top of yeah. And so I'm pretty sure he's still here. He's hanging around. I guarantee it. I'll see what he's <laughs> back now. I'll see if there's a message that pops up. But oh, uh, in order for us to move out there, I think. He gives us a time frame. He said 2052. So we have just enough time to organize enough substantial, like uh, what's his name said, we need to get enough produce, enough uh, product for us to be able to uh, ship out there to Mars. It takes a lot in order for that to happen. Here's the deal, though, is that that two-year trip to Mars is going to look like a fucking cakewalk compared to what it's going to take to get to Jupiter or to get to other star systems, you know? So mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the trip to Mars is basically going to be practice, and it's going to be great, honestly. You ready? Hmm. Yes, sir. For, uh, for the club. I mean... We've been to the moon the first time in 1969. It's 2021. We should have been to Mars. I I just think we should have been there. We should have had... That 1969 to 2021 is more than enough time to plan a nine-month trip to Mars. Okay, we sent the rovers over there. We know it's dusty. The fucking rovers get stuck. All of this bullshit. I really don't think it's it like why do you think we don't go to the moon that much anymore? Why don't we go to the moon that much anymore? Because it's really nothing up there. It's nothing. Like, I just wish the other shit was closer that we could explore that. 
our solar system don't really have shit. Okay, so wasn't he the one saying that since it's made out of Earth, that it might still have Earth-like minerals inside of the moon? What's the point of your damn moon base? <laughs> like the moon base that you're fighting so damn hard for, and you're like, well, the moon ain't shit anyway. Okay, what do you want then? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it rains diamonds on Jupiter. Our solar system is fucking great. What do you want? That would actually be oh, a man. place to mine stuff, would be Jupiter to get all those diamonds. And we're not oh, having yeah. what we need to. Like I said, man, if we had, like, a super, super big space station, man, and we could just, like, you know, use, like, an orbital gravity type of thing, just, just scrape something across the edge of the, 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 the atmosphere in Jupiter, man. Jupiter's like so Halo. fucking juicy, bro. Yes, like Halo. Whatever, <laughs> right. I'm telling you, the Halo formation of space travel for a, a, anything that simulates an atmosphere, bro? Yes, if we, here's my whole deal, is if, they, if we just turned Mars into a big old fucking, and honestly, I say it would do a little bit better, not as exactly as a halo, but more like a, like a big-ass flying saucer, you know, like a mm-hmm. giganto space station. But what are your thoughts before we get to this next one? Uh, the space station, it would also have to be with gravitational pull with the Earth. So, like, in Halo, it would have to be rotating maybe in the opposite axis of Earth's or maybe uh, in a different sense to where it doesn't collapse with Earth. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, All right. I don't think they would. Here's the deal, like, theoretically, is that the Halo would be somewhere that Earth wasn't. Ah, oh, come on, we got two of them, man. Give us, give us a second, jeez. <laughs> we'll never be able to get those that. diamonds, Alex. Okay, we'll never be able to get those diamonds. We won't, we probably won't even have the machinery to dig in these places for a very long time. That shit is heavy. That the rovers are never size have of cars. A real, like, digging machine, that shit is huge. We have boulders the size of but, cars. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. You know, why don't we explore our ocean more? We know more about the solar system. Anything but Mars to the about Our own oceans. What's what's there? Something it's scary. Totally Next question. No, <laughs> we I mean, have like, more than the of cards. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, we do have a pyramid at the bottom of the ocean. We have the Bermuda Triangle. We have different organisms growing every single so here's the deal. in the ocean. I already, I already know what's down there, and it's just something fucking scary. <laughs> okay, we're not... It's just, it's just something that kills us or crushes us to death under the weight of a thousand fucking atmospheres. It's just something scary, bro. We don't need you're that right, shit. We can, go, we can go big rocks on Mars, okay? There's no scary, dumbass ocean down there. We can fucking theoretically breathe under a dome, Okay. We're not. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do Sea Lab, okay? We're not gonna live under the ocean <laughs> and all that shit. Okay, now I'm gonna do the next question now. It would be dumb. Yeah. I, I'm gonna admit, like, if it was like, like relatively close to the surface, I would definitely live underwater. 
Like, let's say that, you know, when I was on Polar Ice Caps Melt, and they had just put a dome over L.A. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I heard you say earlier, why don't we just, like, shift Mars and all of that? Bro, we can't beat the gravity of the sun. And a planet weighs, it has a lot of mass. A lot of mass. I don't even think we could blow a planet up. We don't even have that type of energy to move that shit. We don't even have the energy to go to speed of light. I bet I can blow up a fucking planet. (laughs) I hate to differ, but I bet I can blow up a fucking planet, bro. I mean, with enough atomic bombs, I think we can. Because, I mean, that's the struggle right now with nuclear holocaust. That everybody's tempted to send bombs to their enemy, but it would destroy half the civilization. So... It takes a lot of effort. Actually, the, the nuclear holocaust is a little bit more about the toxicity of the environment the, that you can no longer inhabit. It's more about how it leaves Chernobyl zones hanging around and nobody can live there. And if they do go there, like they can't reproduce anymore. Shit like that. But uh, mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, you could all you have to do is like redirect the perfect type of asteroid and boom, you can just blow the fuck out of a planet, bro. It's not that hard. <laughs> you just get something really, really big and smack the fuck into it. That's what she said. <laughs> Damn. Got him. Alex, you are right about the nuclear bombs. It's not the 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 craters and the impact. It's the environmental impact. It's the fallout. It's the it's the radiation. That's a perfect yeah, example the of fallout. The, uh, yeah, so like the game, Fallout. Fallout. Hell yeah, that's my game right I think, now. I think I couldn't remember the uh, fucking name for Fallout, so I just said Chernobyl Zones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the nuclear holocaust is more about us just not being able to survive on our planet anymore, not about blowing it to shit. Like, if we, if we dropped 10 nuclear bombs per minute on the polar caps and fucking um, uh, uh, Mars, you know, like, we, we still wouldn't have enough energy to just make an atmosphere for it. Like, the nuclear energy, even if it was, like, all the radiation making these big crazy metal storms on the surface of the planet, it still it still wouldn't, like, make an, an, an entire atmosphere. It would just dissipate again eventually. Except for now, mm. the entire surface is irradiated. I see. So nuclear is pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty strong. Yeah, definitely. But uh, it's more about wiping out genetics, almost uh, genocide, reproduction. Yeah. Also, you could have something called a nuclear winter, which could. Uh, really send us into another ice age. It would be really fucked up. Yeah. It's very interesting. I've heard about it, but I'm definitely less familiar. But yeah, they're basically just bad for like life, not the actual structure of the planet. But that being said, I'm going to return to the whole the whole thing that I said. Uh, um, like basically just think like in a, a big, big, fat-ass UFO-shaped fucking space station always spinning around so it has, like, fucking gravity and stuff. If we just... And here's the deal, is that Mars is only a third the size of fucking Earth. 
it's not it's not that hard at all. We can just mine the living shit out of the whole thing if we wanted to, because it's not spinning on the inside. Just remove all of Mars, layer by layer, whatever was most useful to us, build tubes out of it, and make eventually the biggest space station that can get us to some other galaxy, bro. I think that's how we do it. We create our an entirely new uh, man-made ap- atmosphere. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually, you know, it, it is a lot to take in. And uh, I think what we're going to do now is, is wrap everything up. I think we got that, that, that's a good place to stop is that we got we got a lot of haters on Mars, definitely. <laughs> but it's still better than Jupiter. It's still better than living in Venus's butt crack. And nobody talks about, why would we talk about Mercury? <laughs> uh, there, were, there, was lot of, there was a lot of interesting things said today, and I think we're gonna have um, we're gonna shoot for next Wednesday, man. Yes, sir. And as always, it's Quilem. Hell yeah! And as always, it's Alexander. On the dark hour. Yeah, on the, on the midnight physics booster. Hell All right, yeah. we'll take one last question, and then we gotta get out of here. Yes, sir. All right. That sounds like thousands of years worth of human uh blood sweat and tears you know what i'm saying mining that place out it would take a long time but hey um so uh how how would we how would babies be born on mars but okay guys i heard you say last question i am going to take my ass to sleep as well it was nice talking to the both of you i'll give you a follow all right thanks so much man oh yeah um to answer that last question do you think that you should take this one alex uh how are babies gonna be born on mars yeah um honestly bro like like i said that uh our, our bodies would probably just like naturally expand a little bit because there's you know no atmospheric pressure which we probably wouldn't be able to simulate very easily in our tube society. So, uh, yeah, I think, honestly, it would probably be easier to, to uh, have babies on Mars. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, if your bones are less dense and babies are born at the very last second, it's humanly possible to squeeze out the, the both of the head while it's still collapsible and of a size they can get through the human pelvis. If the human pelvis expands because of the loss of bone mass, then you know the you know the, the the bone mass in the head that's coming out of the pelvis is lessened as well. So I think it should probably be a little bit easier. Man. Yeah, you, you pretty much answered everything I had to say. Oh, awesome! Well, we'll leave it right there. This has uh, been the Earth Science Planet Hustle Philosophy Podcast. Hell yeah! And we'll uh, see you next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man! And also, uh, stop hating on Mars. Please. Yeah. <laughs>